Welcome back to Ritter Me This. Today is Wednesday, the 24th of February, 2021. I have a real treat for you uh, this evening. I have Reed Thompson in the motherfucking house. What's up, Reed? What's up, dude? I doing that voice thing was pretty cool. I know, dude. I fucking <laughs> love doing it. I, I hate lo- technology, so I could never figure that out. Dude, yeah, man. I mean, you should have seen me just shitting my little britches over here trying to figure that fucking <laughs> microphone thing out like half an hour ago, so... You know, you are preaching to the choir on that. Yeah. Um, wh- how's it been, man? Dude, busy. 2021 and 2020 have been incredibly stressful and busy. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I'm getting married in August. Congratulations. Thank you. I saw you propose during... Um, the great pandemic yes, of the 2020. Great, the great pandemic. So, I was like, what, an, what better year than to do it? Right. Yeah. So, uh, so how long have you known your girl for? So, long story, but short story. You know Devin? Devin Warrior? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, his sister's, it was her sister's best friend, and I didn't know okay. her back in the day. Oh, nice. But we must have crossed paths At hundreds many, of times. Many a party? Yeah. Okay. And we met back up three, almost three years ago when she was my grandpa's nurse wow. for hospice when he passed away. Okay. And then we reconnected right there. So she knew him, like your grandpa. He passed away, and then you were like, "Did you ever like nurse for?" No, like Grandpa Thompson. Like so, my grandpa had like a stroke, and then my dad's kind of like, "Hey, you should get to the hospital. He's he's okay, but he's not looking too good." And I get in there, and like half his face is you know drooped, like strokes. I'm like, "Dad, this isn't just like stroke." Yeah. Oh wow. I'm like, this isn't just like semi bad. Like this is bad. So I mean. So we were at the hospital. I actually met her and talked to her like several times. Okay. Yeah. So we were there the whole time when he passed and everything. She was taking care of him and all this stuff. So, dude, that's dope. What's yeah. her name? Taylor. What's up, Taylor? Out there, if you're listening to this, uh, yeah. I don't think I met her. So no, not yet. I actually showed her a picture. It was your one with the mustache and stuff. Like, no, I haven't met. Her. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm she's gonna like, come. what a douchebag. She's like, why did you put on cologne? I'm like, I want Ethan to smell me. All right, I want to smell good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't think I have that candle yeah, burning the whole him time, in years. bro? I want him to smell me. Yeah. I was like, dude, I I held your warm embrace quite for quite some time and gave you a good old. I know. Ah, oh, it's good to see you again. Like, he hasn't talked to me like that since high school. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, all right. So, Reed, basically on the and I have a mirror behind you. So if I'm staring oh, okay. above your forehead, I'm just watching oh, the yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, have you seen this one? What we're watching right now. I have no idea what this is. Okay, I, and and just to be very clear with everyone else, um, I don't really know what it is either. Okay, I, perfect. I saw the um, – here, close your eyes. I want to restart it because I want you to see the – Do it. <laughs> Please don't look, don't look. Well, I, I guess it wouldn't really matter if you looked. This is – go ahead. You ever heard of this? <laughs> the swap. <laughs> I, I so, thought the swap was, was Disney. Yeah, yeah, so this is Disney Channel's original movie, The oh, Swap. Oh, 2016? No, I've never seen that. I, I thought The Swap was, um, remember those two high school girls that Tia played basketball? That played, no, they were. They were white? Yeah, but okay. they played basketball. And they were like twins And they were like white? That. And they were white, right? I know, right? <laughs> what That's the fuck? D- Disney made it. Old school Disney. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. This is like when we were kids. <laughs> That's what I thought The Swap was. Well, you see, I was going to play Homeward Bound. But Great there, movie. it is. But like, if there's no like audio on, we're just looking it's at just animals. animals. Yeah. 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 But well, I, mean, I, I always watch 
you know, Animal Planet. Yeah, I tried. I tried to get like some somewhere in 1993 because <laughs> you're 32 at the moment. Yeah. I'm 31, so like I was like maybe some nostalgia. And then I said, hey, what the fuck? Let's get something new in here and exciting. Dude, we didn't deserve, like, old school Disney. Remember how, like, all the work they put into that stuff? Oh, yeah. Well, dude, my girl and I, we were watching, uh, it was Brink. It was the rollerblading yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, long slick back hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> epic race at the end. There's there's a black kid actor, and he has the weirdest toenail haircut you've ever seen in your oh. life. So go watch that one and look out. You, you've seen him in a ton of shit. Because they're... They all recycle them through there oh, and yeah. whatnot. Um, all right, so you joined mil- uh, Marines, correct? Yes. Straight out of high school. No. So that's another interesting story is I, I wanted to. I tried. Dude, what was Parents? I mean, no. So probation. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Really? So when i said nothing good came from me drinking obviously i didn't really catch on to it there but i mean it was mips um oh i remember how you were yeah that was a nightmare yeah absolute <laughs> n- absolute <laughs> nightmare yeah i just recognize that now i mean back in the day living the life and stuff you don't you don't sure. see it while you're in the moment but um i was about to get off my probation then i got another mip extended my probation about to get off that one. Got an assault charge. You beat someone up? Yeah, I got a little tussle with someone that who started it. Yeah, duh. Yeah, of course. And I've learned yeah. that, I mean, even if you do something wrong, be the first one to call the cops. You're not getting in trouble. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, isn't that so weird? So he called the cops on me, okay. and I get in And trouble. you look like the aggressor. Yeah, I look like the Because asshole. he tattled first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This was like 2 o'clock in the morning at some park, and he's like, I have an eyewitness. I'm like, no, you don't. But... um. So I ended up joining when I was 21. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was on probation for like three years straight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But you were dead set on going to the military. After a little bit, I was. I okay. didn't know what I wanted to do, dude. There was like, you know, everyone would give you the... Go to do, go to the office with a briefcase. Yeah, they'll go to yeah. office. And you go see the career counselor and stuff like that. And you're like, I don't know what the dude, hell do I want to do? <laughs> they, told, they told Daniel Bogart, because I was like, what did they tell you? He was like... They said I would be like a professional bricklayer, <laughs> and I was like, hey, "Yep, man, they, yep." At least much. they got jobs still right now. Too. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, you know, and um, maybe it's the the good life, you know. Yeah. Who knows? But I mean, my so, career counselor looked at me and she's like, "Shit, I don't know." <laughs> um. So, all right. So keep going. Twenty one years old. Twenty one years old. Um. I was like back and forth with my recruiter. He's like, dude, we'll get you in once you're off probation, this and this. I'm like, sweet. And then the time comes and he's like, we can't get you in. Okay. I'm like, what? I'm like, you've been pulling me for a year here. You know, I've been, I've been showing up to all the functions, all this stuff. And he's mm-hmm. like, it just can't happen. Like you have too many tattoos. You have a tattoo on your lip. Well, um, are you here? Yeah. What's it say? Beer me. Beer me, fuck right. yeah, dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, cool, man. Yeah, tattoo artists like, yeah, it'll last a week, which right. most do. Ten years These? later, yeah, yeah. Mouth is. Not, you didn't get that redone. No. Oh wow. That is a, as dark as ever. Yeah, I was gonna get one of those, and and they were like, it could stay on there for. <laughs> yeah, the tattoo artist like I showed back up to get another tattoo from him. He's like, I'm really surprised that didn't bleed through and show through. I'm like, you're telling me or I could have had this? Yeah. Upside down on the outside of my lip. Um, so wait, when you pull it down, it says it to the person. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I it's gotten me that. a couple free beers. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So, tattoos. 
record for for the Marines, right? That's what I said. Because they didn't like, want you to have tattoos. tattoos. What is this? A Christian, Things change, man. Christian yeah. college. Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, what branch am I in right now? But because um, you see Marines with fucking tattoos all yeah. the time, no. So I was going in at the year because I mean, shit, dude. Like you, you heard about back then, which was a real thing. So you know, people would go to court. What year is that going to be? Two thousand eleven. Two thousand ten. Ten for you, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, people would go into court and be like, "Hey, you can do a jail service, or you can join the Marines." You know, it's like legit that they used to do things oh, back oh, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And now they're telling me I can't get in because of a tattoo. So it was tattoo, criminal record. Um, I had a waiver for everything to Did get you? me in. Yeah, and they're like, we can't get you in. And my dad knows everybody somehow. He's just one of those mm-hmm. people that talk, dude. Hell yeah. He's like, oh, you went to middle school with a, a guy whose dad is a colonel in the Marines. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I'll call him up. 30 seconds later, my recruiter calls me, like, get down here. He's like, really? He's like, he's like, you stirred up the pot. He's like, get down here. When And I didn't understand was he was a colonel um, that, like, worked in, like, Washington, D.C. Just, like, straight up called oh, the recruiter station. And then next thing I knew, I was in. Okay. Yeah. And how, how was the experience? Loved it. Okay. I always tell people that it's it's it was the best and worst four years of my life. But knowing everything I know now, I still wouldn't change it. So it's it's the one year, or one term is four years, just to be clear. One term is four years. So if, when you sign up, you sign a contract for technically eight years. Okay. You do four active, uh-huh. and then you do four inactive. So like World War Three kicks off or something like that, mm-hmm. they would call in the active duty first, who are people in uniform. Correct. Then they would call me up if I was out, because technically it would cost less to bring me back knowing everything already to do than yeah. it would have trained people and then that's when they kick in a draft okay me. yeah okay um do you think that a world war three could happen and i mean what, what would that consist of because i have this argument with my friend if it were you know it's like would it be china but then i'm like i wouldn't be surprised one if we did fight china at least once in my lifetime right and then second of all i'm like but i don't think they would cut the umbilical cord of like the the global money going from that place to us and vice versa well we rely on each other that's what i'm saying so like so when people like china this china that i'm like they like our money like that's for sure really i mean what would what would hurt both sides more instead of like an actual war would just be cut each other off yeah, you know that would do more damage to both parties than to go to war and and no thousands side wants, and thousands yeah, of jobs. No dude. side wants to go to war with each other nowadays. At least with you know a country that has competent equipment like what you're going up against. You know they got tanks and stuff. Yeah. You know when I was over in Afghanistan, I didn't have tanks and jets flying over me that were that were me. not uh, that were not ours. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So if I heard a tank, I'm like, hey, that's friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it exactly. Wasn't someone else, but I mean. Another war, dude. I think I think probably the closest thing to another war would be us against us. You think so? Yeah. It, is it boiling? Because I mean, so I don't really see. I choose not to see a lot of stuff, but you can tell that there's such a great, like, grand divide between. Yeah. And it seems like if it's not one thing, they're gonna try and do it with something another. else. And so the polarization between us civilly. Yeah. I, I could see what you're saying. Well, bo- like, both sides are just nitpick the other side. It's not. It's not like the left and the right 
like what we grew up with, you know, yeah. like what our parents. Well, what would you like say now? Through. It's more age based. Well, I think both sides are so keen on proving each other wrong that instead of like helping the people like, hey, all right, Democrats are in office now. Let's take the lead. Let's do the right thing. You know, but they're still chasing Trump. Just like how when Trump got into office, you're still chasing Hillary. Yeah. You know, put that time aside. Yeah. It's like, whatever, man. If you haven't, I mean, if all this hasn't proven that you can't put a rich person behind bars by now, then like, why are you, what are you trying to prove What are we talking about anyway? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like they tried to impeach Trump twice. He got acquitted twice. And now they're trying to, um, when a president passes away where they get buried, what's the place? Arlington? No, it's, it's like the presidential cape, burial cape, ground, something like that. But now they're Canaveral. pushing to try and not get him to let him get buried. There. Yeah, it's like just just drop it. And you know the people who are always like, he's not my president. He's not my president. It's like he's your president. Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, is my president. Right. You know, just like Trump was your president. You right. know, and the news doesn't help any of this <laughs> because they they fixate on the radical five percent right. And then the radical 5% left, and they blow it up on the news. Like, this is, like, World War Three going on. Like, it's happening everywhere. And then there's another 90% in the middle that are like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, dude, I interact, with, I interact with people, so many different types of people every day of religion, race, color, and stuff. And like, jo- like, occupation-based Just people. I, yeah, just occupation. Like, I got drivers coming through okay. that I talk to when I go pick stuff up. Um you know, it's like everyone's got a smile on their face. You know, it's yeah. like doing good. I mean, with the way that the news makes it think, it's like don't step outside your door. You know, it's a race sure. war out there. Which, sure. I mean, race is still a big thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's – I think it's going to be us against us, you know, if it really comes down to another What kind war. of timeline are you thinking? Because I'm going to say if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in the next 20 years. Yeah. And, and it's only going to get worse unless yeah. people fucking – So, okay, so when you're – active in the military mm-hmm. can you not watch the news no you can so what do you you guys choose certain ones or like depending on how everyone or do you just watch it on your own yeah i mean you can you watch, everyone's got their own tv and stuff okay and there i mean when we're overseas like i had nothing like my, i was like in a foxhole my first deployment like it was like describe foxhole for like those listeners because i when i hear it i picture something that it probably isn't does that make sense <laughs> mm-hmm so, a foxhole is pretty much when you're dug into a position. Like, it's pretty much where you're going to live, you know? Okay, it, and it's like, that's, you're the enemy and I'm military. We're going to build it up against this way so we can kind of see vantage points. Yeah, so you would have, like, HESCO around you, which is just, like, big wired cloth where you can put, like, dirt in and make, like, a big berm. Oh, almost. really? Yeah. And then within that, you would kind of make, like, your little living sleeping space. Like, you know, it's kind of... So foxhole is, like, personal just to your yeah, size? Yeah, personal to your size. Oh, I thought it yeah. was, like, a couple people, and that would be a trench. No, yeah. Yeah, a trench would be... Okay. Yeah, more, more people so living and walking in there. The advantage of having Reed Thompson out in that foxhole, and then you have him scattered around? Yeah. So a, a, the foxholes originally started from you know, a lot of artillery and stuff okay. like that. So like a, a bomb drops in, you know, hits, it hits above ground from where you're at. So that shrapnel and stuff isn't hitting, you know, the people above ground. So 
it's kind of just more of a oh, personal okay. protection and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, you get like scorpions and camel spiders in there. And it's a Do nightmare. you? Oh, I hated it. It was the so worst. So I, I guess what's kind of weird about what I'm thinking about Afghanistan, and I've gotten into this issue before, is like, I just think desert. But like what it is, yeah. it's like mountainous. and Yeah. Okay. The more The more north you go the rockier it gets, like the more mountains and stuff. So like my first deployment, I was in uh, Upper Gresk Valley. Okay. Where in 2010, that and Sangin, which is connected, was declared the most dangerous place in the world. You were there? I was there. Was that the triangle or something? I saw it in a fucking movie. Triangle. Most of my knowledge comes from movies. Right. As you can tell from the hit, hit exactly. series, The Swap. Exactly. Um. All right. So... What were you just saying? You were in the most dangerous area of most northern dangerous Afghanistan. In the world. Oh, most really? Dangerous. At the in time. 2010, Sangin was declared the most dangerous place in the world. Damn. Yeah. So, okay, if you're listener to the show, I'm sorry to keep beating this into people's heads, but um, I, I, re- I broke my collarbone a little bit ago. I broke mine, too. Yeah. And awful. Dude. It is the worst. Dude, sleeping? Horrible. Yes. Okay, so they were like, choose a TV show. So I chose to watch Survivor all 40 seasons <laughs> dude <laughs> i am fucking sick in the head Reed. and so i have two seasons left but there's there was uh someone from the military and every time the fire would crack and pop yeah he got ptsd to a point where he had to like go away to the ocean and settle his mind right do you suffer from any, anything like so, that or i mean like if someone then if something was to, like crack and stuff like that, like your body, anyone naturally reacts to it. Okay. So for people that don't know like what a gunshot close enough sounds like is like from a Too distance. Wooden. Yeah. I mean, it'll sound like a snap. Best way I describe it is, you know, take your belt off and then pop it pop together. It, yeah, yeah. And that's when you know a round is close. It's near you, right? It's like it's going breaking past the sound you. Barrier. It's breaking the sound barrier. Okay. So I think everyone, you know, any sane person hears a crack or something past them, they're going to duck down. I mean, even if I go to the firing range still and stuff like that, and I'm not like ready, like I'm loading my gun, looking down range, someone shoots next to me. I still jump. Okay. You know, I do that naturally too. Yeah. And I think any sane person does when something extremely loud, um, there are people that probably have PTSD in worst um, cases, in worst cases. Okay. My, Form of PTSD is it's my camel spiders. Camel spiders? Are you serious? I dude, I hate them. They're oh, they're they like fucking the size of our. They're palms? disgusting, dude. And not only that, but they like to hide in the shade, so they'll chase your shadow. Oh, get the fuck! I out swear of here. to God, yeah. So like, we're out no, there. No, thank like, you. Yeah, I spent more rounds probably on camel spiders than I did shooting another. Oh my god! Yeah. So they're that vampit. Vampit. Yeah. So I think the one of the worst <laughs> nights I had in <laughs> Afghanistan, dude, was the people. So. The Marines is a branch of the Navy. Is it? Yeah, I did not. The Marines know that. is the smallest branch, so we don't. But have, it is most elite and most forefront yeah. to the. Well, we do more with the less. So like we get, we're like God, the ugly stepchild. Cool. We get the hand me downs from everything. Like I was using a nine millimeter pistol that like <laughs> the Air Force had in like the nineties, dude. Like I could, I from me to you, I could shoot and I'd hit the TV because they're so inaccurate. They are. Are you serious? I, dude, I swear to God, they're awful. And I was, but I was a machine gunner, so like I missed my first shot. I still have like two hundred more rounds. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, but you're on top of the. 
vehicle, correct? No. So I was a line company, okay. which means that I'm on the ground. I'm mobile. I'm, I have that machine gun on my back, and I'm just trucking it. So you lost some fucking patrols. weight doing that, huh? Yeah. So I was in high school. I was 129 pounds. In the what? Marine at six one at the height I am now. I'm you were one twenty nine. One twenty nine. Remember, I was a cross country runner. Okay, I ran dude, for fun for a sport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got you, didn't yeah, they? They, tried, they <laughs> sucking me. That's in. what all you hey, fucking cross country people should be saying. They got me. <laughs> they did. Um, when I was in the Marines, I was one forty. Okay, I'm one. Right I'm one sixty now. You look healthy right now. Yeah, I mean. From my waist up, my legs are still smaller than that. I think I had bigger legs when I was like two years old. I think they're getting smaller. <laughs> I swear to God. I so you're chicken legging out. Yeah. Dude, my mom got me chick my mom got me chicken leg socks two Christmas ago. <laughs> we almost got in a fight, dude. My dad had to like pull me away from her. I was like, I think this is you're funny. Like, you know I'm sensitive <laughs> yeah. about it. Um All right. So God, I mean I, I always have so many questions regarding military because post nine eleven, I mean, right afterwards. Yeah. I was in sixth grade. Right. I was, you know, a lot of America was gung-ho. Yeah. So I'll put it that way. Yeah. But um, I always just find it fascinating, like, I mean, obviously, like, I really do like artillery and guns and stuff like that. Who, who it, doesn't? Well, actually, there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> a lot of people don't. But, it's kind of changed. Um, all right. So those those shrapnel things you were talking about, yeah. those are the things that you drop down a tube and they go thump. And yeah, then they, a mortar. That's a mortar, but I thought mortars hit the actual they ground do. and then they, they do. So I mean, even shrapnel still, once it hits and explodes, it still causes shrapnel to go out. Okay, so I thought you were saying that it like burst oh, like above. A, like above and then came down. No, that would be terrifying. Be I awful. was going to say that would. Sound we have like that type of stuff. They don't. So the big things that we had to deal with were um, recoilless rifles, which were terrifying. They're pretty much like small cannons that you can load a single-sized round from the back. And then, yeah, and then, you know, you close it from the back, lock it up, and fire that thing. And it would rip holes through buildings? Oh, it would, and it shit. would just wreck anything in its path. So the most dangerous shit that they had were, like, RPGs and stuff in that regard? RPGs, uh, random grenades. Um, car bombs. Car, uh, dude, IEDs, donkey what IEDs. What does IED stand for? Improvised explosive device. Okay, and that's what Hurt Locker was yeah. basically. Yeah. So, so that, they would that do was it, they that would was do it inside thing. of a donkey, dude. What? So I have a couple like scary stories over there. You know, like there's there's some things that'll that like people. Everyone has their own scary story. There, there's times where you like you get shot at and you're like, I wasn't close to dying. I wasn't gonna die. You know, I handled that firefight well. Mm-hmm. You know, but one time we were at this checkpoint and um, we heard an explosion from like probably half a mile out. You know, you see a little mushroom cloud of smoke come up and stuff like that. And uh, comes through on the radio. They're like, they have, <laughs> they have a donkey. <laughs> I IED. I'm like, what? <laughs> like COC, can you say that again? They're like, someone strapped a bomb to a donkey and had a, a pull cord on the back. So they were like hiding with the string and they sent yeah, the donkey. Just walk. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I swear to God. And we're sitting there and I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm like, dude, like 40 donkeys a day past this checkpoint. Oh my God. That, would, that as, would paranoid dude, the shit out of you, right? I, I shit you not like. As I look up, I see this kid, and he's the donkeys with him. 
like from me to the end of the door down there, like 20 feet. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I couldn't even react. Like I was like in such shock because he had his hand up to slap the donkey's ass, and this donkey just like ran forward. And I didn't see the whole thing that was going on because I was like so in awe talking on the radio. And he was just being a stubborn ass. He just wasn't moving. The kid was just trying to get it to move. Donkey was fine. Nothing happened. That wasn't the IED. That wasn't the IED. Oh my God, but I was true. like sitting there and I was like, it's just one of those things like where you, it's a car accident. You just can't look away. And I just like couldn't even react. I was like, I'm going to get killed by a fucking donkey. Oh my God. What is the letter to my mom going to say? Yeah. So. And they would use like kids. Yeah. For like, um, militia or what? So usually they would use the, no. They would they would use the kids mostly to kind of you know walk past the base and say oh, hey they have they have out. they have people on standing here there they're usually around this time they do patrols okay I think I guess this. my shit would be more like Hollywood mm-hmm. you know when I just asked that like well they- that that was more like Iraq because Iraq was a very urban area lots of buildings and stuff so kids would be used to you know be in windows or something drop things on vehicles going by really? um ours was very very open so in yours was more like guerrilla tactic yeah okay yeah i mean for those of you who don't know what guerrilla is it was it started in nam or earlier yeah where it basically it was like the first form of war where people would like fucking stake out and hide and like no uniforms too. Yeah, you know, exactly. they'd, bl- they'd blend in with the populace, and that was the scary thing. Because I mean, you'd hear pop shots. Someone could just chuck their rifle down and just walk. That's so. And you're like, I don't know if that was him or not. You know, so I mean, you just can't prove anything. I guess on this like psychological, like level, that's almost more dangerous yeah. than having all these fucking heavy guns like the U.S. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like I've run into older vets, you know, and like, dude, older vets are just badass <laughs> dude they are i mean they just they just they were world war ii you could say that they were the greatest generation the stuff that they had to go through mm-hmm. um what about this really hard pandemic I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well that's why i said they called them the greatest generation that, yes, that, that's yes. why we're the greatest now oh yeah sure but, um they're like i'm like hey man thank you for your service you know because they'll wear those hats you, all right so real quick so this is a big question of mine i think i've asked you this at daniel bogar's wedding does i've heard a lot some of my friends in the military some you know ex-girlfriends younger brother he's like I think he said he doesn't like hearing it all the time or it's annoying and he's like it's just my job. Yeah. What do you where do you stand on that spectrum? I'm, ca- I'm kind of on the on the same thing. Like if I know you, like yeah. the the boys like every veterans days are like they'll give me a hug like hey thanks man. I'm like no no worries dude. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. It is weird like from somebody that you don't know cuz they don't know what's like you really but they went, don't know went, you. Went through, they don't over. know me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the best response really was like Thank you for the support. And that's okay. really all I'll say. It's like, thanks for the support. You know, because it is. You know, there are those diehard people that fully support the military, even mm-hmm. though they don't have people in their family that served, all this stuff. And um, does it give you a weird glimpse of world politics and stuff when you actually go out there and see it on the front line, come back over here, and then you're like, that's what they're all concerned about, or yeah. vice versa? And then, I mean, I, I got this a lot from talking to people that like vets from Nam, and they were like, it was just like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. You know? Those and, guys had it rough, man. Because, yeah. I mean, 
they were hated there, and then they were they came back and they, they were, were hated, hated here, here too. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they had it specifically right. from that war too because of like what they blame it on drug usage and yeah. I mean, it was just it was one of those things. I mean, it was one of the times where we really lost. You yeah. Know? And I mean, it's kind of the same thing over in Afghanistan. You know, a lot of vets that come back are like, "What the fuck are we doing there?" Still, Still yeah. Still, you know, Afghanistan has never lost. Those people have been at war for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and we're fighting against our own weapons now because we supplied them when Russia invaded them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. That. So we're getting because they looked quote unquote helpless, and yeah. then we were like, "Fuck yeah!" And then well, now yeah, we're like, and, "I mean, fuck. Russia, Russia's <laughs> assholes too." So I mean, we're sure. like, you know, so we're we're fighting against the stuff that we funded them with. Interesting. So it's kind of like it's hard because the ROE's rules of engagement from my first deployment to my second deployment totally flipped. Really? Yeah. Like, and it was, it was dangerous how it flipped too, because so like not in your favor. No, not at all. So first deployment was, Hey, you have someone that you see out there that has a rifle. You're clear. Okay. So you got green lit. Anyone that had a gun in their hand. Yeah. And they look suspicious. You know, they're making phone calls on there. They even try and lift that thing. You're good. Okay. Second deployment comes around 2013. We're there to train the Afghan National Army, help the people, hearts and minds, all that stuff, which, which, you know, we were down for, you know, it's time for them to take over their own country. The ANA are such a mess anyways, because they abuse drugs and they're corrupt and stuff. But, um, we had to wait till we were fired upon to return fire. Wow. Yeah, and that's dangerous. So what? Whew. Yeah. I mean, your 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 hope, I guess, in that is that they're just such a bad shot. Yeah. And they don't get near anyone, but you can hear that crack. Yeah, that crack. And then you're like, all right, good to go. Okay. But sometimes it's just them. But you're just trying to get a, in, right? Sometimes it's just them trying to get a lucky shot. You know, they're holding it over the wall and oh, trying to get a burst okay. in the right direction and drop it and walk off. Dude, again, like my and my mind keeps going to like, like I don't know why it is. It's like fucking. Um, we did this civil war. Like here's a line, there's a line. You march at each other. It's your your crowd. I would have been the first one to leave that. I'm not. I'm not doing that nonsense. <laughs> Dude, I've watched The Patriot too many times. Yeah. And I have nothing to do with that. You remember the part where he's just beating that fucking dead body senseless, and it just squirting blood and on like, his face, oh, and no, I was like, no, "Whoa, Gibson, Mel. I'm gonna rewind this." Dude, I was like, "Believe me, I would have been Mel the first awesome, one to man. drop my rifle and leave." Because that's stupid. What but at the time, they, I mean, we're, we're the talking time, about like, yeah, I mean, accurate. At, yeah, at the time, I mean, it's just like that's how it was. But um so but like okay for them to fire upon you you might not even know that they're behind that wall exactly and then they go so then you can't even shoot and dude those walls they're like thick right they are thick and you need a tank to shoot through those things oh really they're like what it's just mud it's mud hay um I'm sure there's other things but you're not getting through that that that's more efficient than four sandbags stacked up okay it's it is you're not doing anything to that wall they're just gonna bounce off. For sure, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. So there's no so there's no point unless you see something. You're like, all right, well, we'll keep moving. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So I think the most realistic. So two wait two deployments total. Two deployments total. Okay, four years. When so. when was the cam uh, the IED donkey? Was that one or two? that was my first one? That was 2010. Okay, was that like right right out the gate, pretty much, dude? So that was that was weird. So we, the people that we took over, they pretty much cleared the path 
insane. You can look them up. Three five. They took more casualties. They were like combat ineffective, but like halfway through because when you're combat ineffective, you take so many injuries or deaths. They had to start sending in reserves from the states. Okay. So we got there, relieved them, and it was like a month of nothing. No, no pop shot. Nothing. So you were just chilling. We're just chilling. That reminds me of Jarhead. Yeah. Isn't and that kind of like how it goes? At first, there's nothing, and then all of a sudden, well, there's yeah, there's nothing up and to the point where because you know it follows the snipers through that movie, and they finally get like the green light to go, and then some gung ho officer wants a medal, so he calls an airstrike instead of letting them take the shot. Okay. Office, oh yeah, officers. I remember yeah. that. Why? Why? And that was Iraq, though, right? Whether they're yes. in, maybe I'm not sure, but because yes. I remember that scene. Pull that just down a little bit towards you. There you Put go. Right there. Yeah, that's much Perfect. clearer. There was like oil fields burning, like spirals yeah. and shit. What was that? Or are people are? So I don't know, like the full story about that. Um, it seems like it's like some sort like form of vandalism. For yeah, they were trying to like because they. They didn't want us. They thought we were there for oil. Well, we're not. Fuck, I don't know. (laughs) What the (laughs) hell we were there for? I mean, they're like, they're like bombs here, bombs there, nukes. They have missiles. Osama bin Laden, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, but we figured out that they didn't have weapons of mass destruction, right? Or what was that all about? I don't know. I really don't know. Hey, well, I mean, we don't have to speculate on it because I guess it is somewhat of. An inconclusive career at times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. You, you're never going to know. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's gotten to the point where they don't even need that excuse anymore to be there. Because, like, well, we originally were here and we were going to leave, but then you guys were assholes and killed a bunch of us and it's our bombing places, so now we're here for this reason instead. And then they just So now that's, that's how it's justified. Okay. Now. So, why we're there or not, you know, that's just how things kind of things kind of have i don't know too much about i i think that they were burning the oil because that's why they thought we were there and maybe okay, burning and the oil would get us out of there interesting um all right so everyone give a good congratulations yay to reed because he's back on facebook today i am i uh okay I what's your track record because you gave me a number when and i do want to get back to daniel bogar's yeah. wedding <laughs> okay because I, I have a good story about that one. I don't know if you remember it, but we'll go over it on the show. Uh, all right, so you've been kicked off how many times from Facebook? I think like 17 or 18 times. That's, I was going to guess 15. So 17 or yeah. 18, and you just got back on today. Yeah, and this was actually the funniest one. <laughs> so Please, by all means. Because is there a criteria that you know you're putting one word and it's filtering through and so facebook has an algorithm so if a photo gets reported enough from other people you know they'll just auto ban you okay so if they recognize something like that or or some type of symbol or something along those lines okay so to get more political you know that girl from the mandalorian that just got cut from the show uh no I didn't watch the second season. She's in the first one. She is, okay, yeah, I know who you're so, talking about. So, you know, that big yeah, yeah. big girl. Um, so she got cut from the show. Four. So she compared, did a horrible, you'd have to look at a quote from yourself, but basically she compared how, 
conservatives are being attacked how Jews were being attacked back in the day. Okay. By, not by, like, Nazis, but by how, like, the they're mental. being hate on by, like, their neighbors. You know, they're being turned in and all this stuff. Disney's like, nah, you're out of here. So she's done. And, and she's done. She's off. They, they they kicked her off of that. But then there's all these other people bringing up quotes from that show, from the directors and stuff like that, and then posting pictures of kids in cages saying, this is America, Nazi Germany, and stuff like that, you know. So, well, they're getting heat no matter what because mm. they decided to cut her. Yeah. All right, so so what got me banned? And, 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 and it was only for, and you're used to it now. So you, yeah, so if you go a certain amount of time without getting banned. So I've been on four 30-day bans. And then, we're 30 days. so at okay. first it works its way up. It's 24 hours, 48 hours, seven days, 30 days. Okay. And then, so is it severity or just strikes against strikes you? against you? But then if you go without a certain amount of time, I've like reached this weird realm of they're like actually take time to look at my memes now. And yeah. Like, we'll give you a seven day for that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So you might have some fans yeah. in the FBI. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they'll laugh and then ban me or they'll, or they'll, <laughs> they'll look and be like, okay, you can't comment, but you can like stuff. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. But my meme that got me banned was. Um, because Disney was the one that fired her, so it's a picture of uh, Donald Duck, and um, he's saluting Hitler in the old cartoons. I know. I re- I remember. Yeah. 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 It was like it's like okay, Disney does this, but then fires her. So Facebook contacts me. And they're like, this goes against our community standards. Would you like to appeal? Community, community standards because what? They're giving you money to put their Disney Plus advertisements right. on there? I mean, right. let's, let's just be honest well, here. Because the swatch that was on there. So like oh, how it goes oh, back to the okay. algorithm. But it was, it they was noticed in the, the Disney movie? It was in the Disney show. It's just a, regu- a random cartoon. Remember how racist some of those things well, used to be? Yeah, we've talked about how sec- – we, I, I just went through like a bunch of Disney princess shit. Because mm-hmm. I think it's funny to show guy comics that because they're just like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Well, I mean, even like the old uh, Tom and Jerry's, like the black maid with like the lips and stuff like that, yeah, like dude. it's bad. Yeah. I you got know? into a, a debate on, I was telling this on the podcast about um, like how Goofy and Pluto, they're both, they're both dogs. Yeah. And, and whoever says that he's a cow is an idiot. It, it, they are. That, because, that pisses me out. Yeah. So, and then they were kind of like, what's the social construct behind this? And I, my first thing was like, dude. Disney is, if not super, super racist, sexist, you fucking name it. Now they're just trying to pad pad the cushion on the shit. Walt Walt Disney Disney was like, he was a racist. Like, it even shows it, like, in Family Guy episodes where, because he froze his body. You know, and like when they dethaw him, he's like, "Are the Jews gone?" No, like, no. He's like, "Put me back in." (laughs) He goes back into ice. You know, so they're like, "Would you like to appeal?" this banning i'm like yeah 30 seconds later like we had it wrong you're back on facebook i'm like i've never won an appeal really against facebook so i'm taking screenshots i'm like i won yeah okay what? so you take screenshots and you're like <laughs> i'm just gonna have this conversation that yeah. you fucking finally won but dude so all right we were talking about you getting banned and i'm like because some of the stuff you're telling me i was like someone from high school or something fucking hates you or something because like oh yeah how, how does like okay i think it's almost genius that like they're 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 keeping you at bay yeah in a way 
because if you were to start getting traction, it wouldn't fall along right. the criteria and protocol of their form of your freedom of yeah. speech that you essentially fought for yeah. with your own hands. Yeah. So I, I have people on my Facebook that just follow me and they'll just report my stuff. See, that's what I think. Because it's like... <laughs> it's just so often at yeah. this point. Fucking in the past, since what? Like 2015? Yeah, 2015 where I just started like just tearing through memes. Because everything <laughs> I post is like... Sometimes like I'll post something and I'll get a lot of hate. And I'm like, well, I need to find more memes like this. <laughs> or other times I'm like... Because everything, everything that I post has a little shed of truth. Oh, for sure. Otherwise, you know, otherwise, yeah, otherwise, it would be it would ironic. Just be, or otherwise, it would get no traction. You know, no, no sure. one would like it or anything like that. So there is a shout out to Australian Flat Earth Society. The two uh, people on the podcast it was Aaron Wentz, Joel Vernon. They started this meme group. I'll add you to it. Oh God. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's tons of stuff like this, but they started. It, they're they're on the episode Randy Newman and the Seven Little People. So go check them out too. Uh, but they have. Australian Flat Earth Society, and it's just a meme, like, go put memes yeah. on there. And a lot of Denver comics, I think you'd have a fucking great time well, on there. Remember that guy uh, last year, that Flat Earther that built his own rocket? Yeah, and died. I knew him. Did you? <laughs> he was in 29 Palms. Oh, my where God. Where I was stationed. Dude, it was, like, secluded out in the desert. <laughs> like, what? we would drive past this place all the time because Vegas was, like, two and a half hours away. Yeah. So, I mean, we would just, like, on a weekend, we'd just go to Vegas and stuff. We'd drive past this dude's place all the time. Never talked to the dude, but I saw him. I, I knew who this guy was. So, when this popped up in an article that he's building a rocket, I'm like, this is going to be great. Nothing good can go for that. So... Yeah. He died, right? Oh, yeah. He's yeah, 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 yeah. And I think someone was making a joke like, oh, it's round. And, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, once he was up there. He's dead. Um, yeah. Wow. That is that is super interesting. Um, yeah. So you had what, – what's some of the other ones? Are they all – does it have to be political? Because I, I, would, I yeah. would almost argue that, like – you could make anything political if you wanted yeah. because it's like, no, that, that was just Disney, but it's like, yeah, yeah Mo most of it is political. So you know who Kathy Griffin is? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And most people do. Unfortunately, face? Is yeah. that I can't stand her. I'd rather see Bob Saget naked, um, than see her fully clothed. But, um, so you remember how her career went downhill because she was holding a picture of Trump's head. Remember that? Uh, right after, the right after the election. election, yeah, she posted a picture, and it's a I fake picture more of, of the Madonna shit. But she was holding what? She was holding Trump's head, a, a fake Hollywood prop oh, of oh, Trump's oh, head yeah, in a picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and why the yeah, fuck would you do that? You stupid. Like I don't care who you are. I mean, it's just it's like I don't care if you like the president or not. Is right. that just for hype for your own personal yeah. gain? And obviously, it didn't work. I mean, yeah. everyone knows who she is now, but it didn't help her career. Right. So, I mean, like like I said, you know, wishing death upon anyone. You know, people don't like Joe Biden. Guess what? He's your president. You know, wanting a president to fail, your country's gonna fail. A right. plane needs a left and a right wing to fly, just like a country needs left and right to work together. That's cool. Get their shit together. Mm -hmm. You know? So the meme I posted about this was, because no one got banned for that. There was no banning. So I posted that picture. Yeah. You know, I was like, why is this still on Facebook? There was no visual content, you know, discretion advised, view this, you know, all that stuff. Um, nothing came from that. So someone Photoshopped it with Biden's head on. And they're like, still funny? And I was like, 
I was like, let's see how long this stands up for. <laughs> Dude, 30 seconds later, off, <laughs> Are you serious? off Facebook. Yeah, instantly. Wow. Just off Facebook. So um, it actually kicked me off Facebook. I couldn't log back in. At all. Yeah. So like when you'll see my name change a bunch of times. Like Michael, Michael Reed Thompson, Thompson Reed's Thompson. Oh, it's because okay. it doesn't give you an exact date of when you can come back on unless <laughs> you go and try and change your name. And then it's like, you can't do this for 13 more days. So I'll know I have 13 more days. Well, my stupid ass, when I made the Reed's Thompson, I wasn't keeping track. So I typed it in just to see if it would change or not. And it's like, oh, you're back on Facebook. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so, my, <laughs> so my name is Reed's Thompson. And then you, once you change your name, you can't change it again for 90 days. Wow. So it just, I've just been lazy and I haven't changed it. So you, Have you spelled your last name differently? T-H-T-O. Dude, I've tried making new Facebook accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, they, they know. They link it somehow. Wow. You know, like I said, I'm stupid with technology. Sure. So it's like my IP address or some shit and they just ban you. So I think the, uh, the most fucking obvious question in my mind right now is like, why not just say fuck Facebook, but hear me out and just go on to Instagram and fucking do that there. Not to say that you probably get kicked off there too for yeah. all this stuff, but like, I think at this point it's like personal to you now. Yeah. Yeah. Now so, it's like a little vendetta. And it's it's kind of, it's like a kid. Like, yeah, don't do that. Well, now I'm going to go fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so I use my Instagram for just like regular pictures, you know, I, for pr- normal I, pr- stuff. I yeah, nor- <laughs> what a normal person would use it for, you know, I get on there, praise my girl, picture of my dog, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but Facebook, you know, it's like, it's one of the dumbest. It's I stupid. hate it. Man. I hate it. I bet I'm addicted to it. You know, I know. the only reason I use it is because in the Denver comedy well, just comedy in general. It, it it's Those like connections. A, it's super yeah. super um, convenient. Yeah. People use the messenger, but like I was thinking about it, I was like, I really only use Instagram, right. and every time I click on Facebook, I'm like, this is a goddamn chore. See, I hardly ever use Instagram. I think like when you message me, that's why it took me two weeks. To, yeah, to yeah. Get back to you. I was like, oh, hey man, what's up? <laughs> but no, no, it's, it worked out here. perfect, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it's just one of those things where. You know, but like I said, every meme kind of has that little shed of truth. So even I learned something because people would get on there and be like, okay, that actually didn't really, that's not actually how it happened, this and this. And I'll be like, sweet. But if you're, you know, a dick about it, I'm going to get on there and I'm going to just sure. keep posting stuff. You're going to be vindictive for yeah. sure. Um, well, that's, that's so interesting, man. And I don't want to really stop talking about it. I just wanted to check out what was going. Dude, so that kid in the center right there? Yes, Cobra Kai. I was, and I was right about now. to say, and great TV show. It is amazing. It I is binge watch that. Uh, I think. Well, I also, and you're probably the same way. I identify with Sensei Lawrence, and I'm like, love it, dude. I I love when he's like fucking pussies and shit like that, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, look at that. Yeah, she's the girl. That's that's the girl that like no put, shit, yeah. dude. Isn't you that who she reminds I'm, me of? Who she reminds me of? Sid from Ice Age. <laughs> like it would so cost weird. it would cost probably thirty thirty five dollars for an Uber ride from one eye to the other. Like, <laughs> all right, let me look up her name, Cobra Kai. And dude, I'm so glad that you were a fan because like I was put on Homer Bound. And I was like, this is just stupid. And then I was like, oh my god, those are the fucking kids. So yeah, the let's see, Cobra Kai cast. So obviously the kid is um his name where is it where is it okay so peyton list is that girl that's tori nichols so tori, tori the girl that puts the like 
wristband. Yeah, the, 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 the little studded, studded brass knuckles yeah, on. And and cut Samantha's arm. And then there's, I don't know where he is, but he's, he's a kid with a fucking mohawk. Yeah. This is yeah. uh, Eagle or what? what is his name? Hawk. Yeah, Hawk. Yeah. So Hawk and Tori are in this movie in 2016, I think we said. Yeah. It's called The Swap, and I think she does dance or cheerleading or something, and he does hockey, and I think yeah. they, like, cut their fucking hair together and switch spots. Which I shit. wonder how long Cobra Kai, the first season, was after when, this, because it aired on YouTube exactly. first, correct? So this could have been, like, one year after. Yeah, because they, they don't look... Too much different. Too much different from and, when they were on there. And with chid, kid, with child actors, yeah, you can see them growth spurt. And this looks oh, the, the child actors have ruined so many shows. Yeah, just with like how Wars. they, how they. <laughs> well, Anakin took care of that, but yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, like, dude, some of my favorite shows, like um, he doesn't have a cleft palate too. Yeah, that that's one thing I actually was wondering if that was real an, or I not guess, or if that was makeup because Hollywood dude look he's even good. got a mohawk on the helmet. Oh that's funny. Yeah. It is. No but Stranger Things. Oh that's a badass fucking Love show it. dude. But it's like every season they get on they're like are these kids in high school yet? <laughs> Cause yeah. Because yeah, they're yeah, like super young and stuff like that. It looks like they're in second grade and by like the third <laughs> season they're like yeah we're in sixth grade. It's like bitch your, your beard's better than mine. Right, like, right. <laughs> um, that's funny man. Yeah, the, this is such a weird it's weird watching these Disney originals on fucking mute because yeah. it's like you can still tell that was well, so kind of It kind of right, <laughs> helps avoid some of the corny lines too though. He, yeah. This one bigger jock guy, probably the goon in the hockey team, just fired a self-made catapult, and he just catapulted cheese at the Mohawk kid's face. And missed. Yeah, so I like to give these little sports rundown play-by-plays of what the fuck we're actually watching, and it's been kind of fun. Um, <clears throat> all right, Daniel Bogart. Let's get to that kid. Dude, I love that kid. Me too. I um, So a little history lesson with me and Daniel. We were... It, in uh i met him in kindergarten that long ago oh yeah dude really db is a fucking homie so he's the og from back in the oh yeah oh man there was one instance we were in mr hutchinson's music class he we he had to separate us because we would just goof around oh no way oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) duh he's sitting in the top right there's three rows of all the children's seats It was one of my earliest memories. He's sitting top right. I'm sitting back left. We couldn't be more farther apart. <laughs> this dude fucking hated us. And I just started making faces at Daniel, making him laugh and stuff. And so he would send us to the fucking... And, and of Daniel's, course, Daniel has no bearing. He can't hold it back to laugh. And that's no. why I was doing yeah. it. <laughs> but, um, like, his mom was a teacher in the school. Right. I don't know if you knew that. But I didn't like, know that. All right, so after kindergarten... Me and Daniel were never, and I mean never, in the same home class. Like, it would be like, oh, who'd you get this year? conspiracy. Dude, no, they were just like, yeah. This, yeah, this is Do not thing. fucking put those in the <laughs> class together. Nothing will get done. Um, so, uh, I think it was like 2015, uh, Daniel Bogar, uh, we call him Heyo Daniel Dude. Daniel Bogar Dude. <laughs> the, man, um, the man of many nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he got married, and that's where Reed and I kind of reconnected. And I didn't even be back in the state then. Because it was years before. I think the last time I saw you was in high school after yes. I, after I graduated. Exactly. So you graduated. <laughs> I ran into you then. And yeah. that, it, it would have been like an eight-year chunk. We haven't seen each other. Yeah. 
and we just started having a good conversation. I was like, yeah. dude, get on the fucking podcast. I just started it. It was a kind of different kind of deal back then, but um, I think just the fact that you were – I'm always curious about military, and yeah. you were always – just like, yeah, here's what it is. I knew that yeah. like you telling me fucked up stories didn't bother you. No. And that you were maybe concerned that it bothered me. And you see, it doesn't fucking bother me. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> so, the, so, the, so there's a story where I'm in the bathroom and um, I hear commotion in the stall. And Daniel Bogar had whipped his dick out to pee. <laughs> And and it caught inside his pants, and he peed all oh. down his pants, and it was right before his wedding photos. And I was like, "All right, give me your pants." And so I switched him with his pee pants. I did not know that. Oh yeah. And so he. You was, are a friend. I'm, t- I'm not in any pictures. I don't give a fuck. No, but I mean, <laughs> that's. Oh, that's that's, that's my brother, dude. Yeah. And so. Yeah, that was just a, a fun time. I think it was on some sort of golf course, and every time I'm like, that's the fucking bathroom. Then I fucking that's wore great. Daniel's pee-pee pants. Yeah, I love that venue because a lot of the guys go golfing. I hate golf. I think do you? I, do, I just, I'm good at it. Are you? Yeah. What do you shoot? I hate it. Uh, I, I think 90s. the lowest lowest I've shot was an 89. Oh, fuck you. But, I mean, I, usually, I average, I'll probably hit like 110. But okay, I mean, I, okay. it's like it's like you have that one good shot, and then it's like bad game. But that's what I hate about golf. It's like you're so frustrated, you hate the thing, but then you land that perfect shot, ropes you back in, and yeah. there's ten more bad shots. Well, dude, I mean, just what you described is why I like comedy, and I think I like golf because I like each other. You're never promised a good set. I couldn't do what you do. That's to me. I think you could. That's terrifying. But like, I feed off people. You know, so like to get a laugh out of someone, like I kind of have to know that person. Yeah, you know, I have I know to know that mean. person's sense of humor. I feed off their comments and stuff, and I've conversationally, with, and I have a thing with mics too. You're doing a great job. Terrify me because I I hate giving like speeches at like weddings and stuff mm-hmm. because I'm always afraid that I'm too close, too far away. Like they can hear my breathing and stuff, and it echoes. And then I have people in the back like speak up, and I'm speaking too loud. <laughs> God, dude. And like it just like runs through my head like it's terrifying. Like August fifth, my wedding day, I am thinking about I'll talking. Give, I'll give you some pointers, Ta- and you fucking crush it, dude. I'm telling <sighs> you what, I'll I'll throw in a joke. I couldn't. Just- yeah, I mean, so like. To what you do is more scary to me than Afghanistan. Like, really? I, I I realized I have a fear of speaking in front of people on a mic. Dude, I had no clue. I mean, oh, I, I kind of told it first when you were hitting. Yeah, I'm super fidgety. I got to play with something. Like, I just, like, always for, hitting on For the, the listeners, I had to put down a blanket <laughs> in front of Reed because he kept going ding, ding, ding. And um, so now he's got a little cushion in yeah. front of him. I've been hitting and that and tapping both my feet this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why we got the carpet exactly. down here. No, <laughs> no, but you've been doing you've been doing a killer ass job, man. And I keep want to I I want to keep going. Um, oh, we had some people write in, so let's get to that. I sometimes forget, and I feel like a dick. Uh, while I'm doing this, everybody go to RitterMeThisPodcast.com and fill out your own submission. I think it helps having the headset on too that I can like hear myself. Yeah, because if you didn't, you'd be like way back here. Yeah. And like, but you need to know yeah. that like we the need distance because I can level. tell where the voice is at. It is, it is a. Um, I'm going to have to bring one of these to the wedding when I give a speech. Um, let's see. All right. So this says, sorry, not sorry at 
whatthefuck.com says, I feel like I lost brain cells listening to Bromwell talk about vaccine conspiracies. Pack it up, Jenny McCarthy. Were we talking about vaccines? No, we weren't. <laughs> but I was. I was. This will. This will be because I have one coming out. I think tomorrow, and then this will be Sunday. But I just had a comedian, Alan Bromwell, come on, and yeah, it was, dude. It was honestly, I liked the conversation. I don't know if I remember who Jenny McCarthy is, and and maybe that Jenny McCarthy isn't that like a famous person? I don't know. It sounds familiar though. Anyway, that was. I think that's the only write-in I had for <laughs> the vaccines, dude. Yeah. Okay. So, I my parents are freaked out. They're like, "Don't get the vaccines that are coming out because the double dosage ones mm-hmm. are like they're making like sperm sterile." Yeah, there's in a, a couple whole, cases. Well, then there's like two other comp- There's two different companies. It's uh, Pfizer. Pfizer. And- yeah, Pfizer. And then uh, Moderna. Yeah. And then Johnson & Johnson is supposed to come out with one in the next month that's just one-time admission, yeah. and the trials are going better, apparently. Yeah. But um, he he had a lot of stuff to say about, like, contact tracing stuff and how basically they could put a microchip in you. You would never know, and they could... So, I mean, what, what, who does that really benefit? Like, is that... Because at one point, wouldn't it be just for, like, advertising purposes? Because I mean, my shit, mind dude, always goes point, to money. At this point, I mean, my phone has a tracker on it. You know, yeah. why do they need to put a tracker in? But, I mean, that I, like, I'm pro-vaccine, mm-hmm. you know, but... Um, you haven't gotten them yet, right? I haven't gotten it. But my, my girl got hers. She works... Because she's a critical care nurse. Okay. And so, being around all those high high-risk health patients and stuff it's for her benefit and their benefit but dude it knocked her on her ass did it yeah the second like, one both really yeah so like it was one of those rare cases where because usually it's one or the other will do it but it was both for her like she oh was like God. down for like 48 hours in bed and uh it's kind of one of those things where it's like I'll probably get it but i'm gonna wait till this is fixed like yeah. back there's some i just don't like how Pushy. you know a, a new <laughs> I hate needles also. Dude, I hate fucking. them. And it, which Ooh. really irritates me because people are like, look at all the tattoos you have. I'm like, it's different though. Like, you know, getting a needle in your vein. That, that's and like moving a brush. Around, yeah, I can't do that's it. That's a brush yeah. in a yeah. way. Yeah, dude. I And I didn't like my tattoo either. So yeah. I, I mean, it hurt and it's on my butt. And nice. for some, yeah, like, <laughs> for some reason I was like, God, is this like, am I, is it my pain? Like threshold, yeah. yeah, and they're like, no, like the butt talks is like horrible. Yeah, yeah, it it's horrible. There's and certain I pick, spots. Yeah, um, but yeah, dude, I couldn't be more on the same page with someone like piercing my skin like that. It's like, dude, I there's something about it, and I always think that I'm gonna fall over, right? And it's gonna bend inside of me or something. Fucking exactly. Crazy. No, and I'm on the same page, and <laughs> it, it ruined it for me when I was younger because I was like, I was so accident prone when i was younger and i was a dumbass i mean i i I was in the hospital so many times just for broken bones surgeries um shot myself in the hand (laughs) with what a pellet gun do you remember i was it was my junior year i had a co2 pistol and shot myself in the hand on accident it was one of the revolving ones so i shot it oh it skipped around you roulette and I just Russian rouletted yourself. Yeah, I, yeah, and I lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I was like shooting the air out of my hand, and I shot myself, and it went in between the tendons of my two oh fingers, my and I couldn't close it. But I have 
I'm so so you va- had surgery. Yeah, so I'm so vascular that like they they're like, oh well, this will be easy. We'll get the training nurses like, to come in. I'm like, do not do that. And so they would either <laughs> overshoot the vein or miss it, and then you know you get like the little um, IV bubble, you know, like where it starts swelling up. Like a huge knot. No, Big, yeah. I've never had. You've that. never had. Look at it, like oh, go, Google image some stuff like what where is, what happens. What's what that called? Uh, just say IV I, I, image is something when the IV needle misses a vein or something like that. I don't know. But it fills the whole area up with fluid, and then they have to put heating pads on to make the fluid go away, and it just looks like a huge knot under your vein. I mean, like a like a baseball sized knot, and uh, it happened to me multiple times. It's oh, just wow. it just scarred me for life. Well, um, I don't think this is. Let me see. This is looks more like fucking just heroin usage. Yeah, no, I wasn't doing that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just. Well, I was just trying to. I, you can right. you look that yeah, up? I'll, I just I don't know what I'm something. fucking looking but, up. But I mean, yeah, it it traumatized me. Um, this is how I do it on my show. I make the other people, the guests, I make the guests search their own shit. Yeah, where's <laughs> where's Jamie? Like Jamie? this, right here, dude. Oh God. Yeah, damn, it looks like gross. like you're allergic to like bees or something. Oh my stung God. There. And so it would like happen like multiple times because I'd get the trainee nurse like, oh, no one can miss this vein. They do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a girl for the because I got the antibodies test. She just went into like this area, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That doesn't even look like it's on a vein." Yeah, and it and it hurts immensely yeah. more than like a I lot more. Just had collarbone surgery. They did it like in my arm or hand. I can't remember. That was odd. see. I didn't have to have surgery. That yours looked horrible because I saw pictures. Yeah, three three plates, eleven pins. Oh my god! So if you like the band three eleven, that's how I remember it. <sighs> my mine was a a clean Snap. break. Yeah. Okay. Which. I'm sure, because how long did you have to wait before you had to go get surgery? They they said that, like, the hospital I went to in Summit County, if you're, like, a pro skier, they would have just put me under the needle right away. Right. Like, that, that day. That day. <clears throat> and um, I just couldn't get in for about 10 days. Yeah. So it was, like, excruciating. It's there horrible. Was one mm. night of hiccups that I'll never forget. <laughs> and then... Um, because they had to start in a sling. Yeah. Right. And then it kind of rehurt after the surgery because they're like, you know, I can yeah. tell they're wrenching yeah. shit around in there because my whole chest cavity. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's horrible. I, and dude, I'm, look what I could do. I stretch. Like, yeah, I feel fucking great. Dude. Yeah. And it, breaking a bone like that, you'll know, like, like that you should count your fucking blessings yeah. every day for being like the small shit. You know, what's well, like, like another thing I had to lie about to get in the military? Oh, really? I had to lie about several things to get past my physical so if you said i had a broken clavicle they would be like uh, they, there's a lot of push-ups so they, they want to send you in with like least with, amount of everything and ta- no tattoos <laughs> so that's like, fucking crazy so like my appendix burst i had two hernias i broke my arm my thumb i shot Were you myself the person that got the hernia from a happy golf more golf swing no i know someone in arapaho got probably that. that wouldn't surprise me we did a lot of stupid shit there <laughs> <laughs> sober yeah dude let's go back to fucking um well you you were just going to talk about all the things that you um disclosed from the library and i'll write it down we'll remember it 
from sorry the military did i say library I was like, library i was like dude i'm dyslexic <laughs> i stay away from the library i've been i've been busy the last couple of days <laughs> yeah um, so I, I had a whole list dude and the recruiter was pretty much like telling me what to say and what not to disclose okay so like shot myself in the hand i have a clear entry mark there and then i have surgery right between there so they're like so when they told me to go in, they're like, go like that instead of like this so they can't see your scar. Oh, So they don't weird. ask about it because oh. it looks like it just bends into your tendon and stuff like that. So they go, what are they, they like they check, they check everything. Okay. So, I mean, like you are butt-ass naked doing the duck walk, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that you have a, a straight spine, yeah. like all this stuff. Um, so another one was collarbone. So I didn't have to have surgery. So, so no I just had to say it was a birth defect, and I have full um, wingspan, like wingspan, like all this stuff I can stretch out and stuff. Because obviously, when you go in, you know they don't want you to send you in and then spend all this money on you, and then you have problems. You know, exactly. that you can't just do from previous stuff. And like you probably get healthcare coverage like the best. <laughs> really? No, dude. Like what I tell people is, they're like, you want to see what socialist healthcare looks like? Like go to the VA. Get out of here. Oh, no, dude. It's awful. Oh, I I would just imagine that it was, like, top of the line. I mean, while you're in. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, while, while you're in, I mean, you, you have a problem. Like, you go in, you can get taken care of okay. uh, pretty well. I didn't get sick once while I was in. Uh, but they punch you, they pump you full through so many shots. I don't know what I was getting. Wow. Yeah. I okay. Mean, I was taking because, stuff. Who knows well, what you, there you go, You're going overseas, so they... Malaria shot, shit like that? Smallpox shot. Really? Does that one hurt? No. Um, I mean, it feels like your standard shot. It's the after that's the worst because they poke you like, I want to say they poke you like 15 times of a different needle in a little spot about the size of like a paintball shot where you'd get hit. Then you have to put a bandage over it because if you scratch or anything like that, because it blisters up. So... If you scratch or anything like that, it can spread on you. Oh, so they so it will look. They give you basically smallpox. Give you smallpox in, in a yeah. Oh wow. A controlled because I mean that's what any really vaccine is. Correct. Giving correct. you a small dose of everything. But I was for a dermatology based disease. Right. That would make sense. I never thought about yeah. it like that. So they give you this shot. And I was out in the field, and we call the field like our, our training. You know, okay. we're, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. in the barracks, we're out doing training. And we were, I was doing pre-deployment training. So I was out in the field for over 30 days, and I'm out there with just a bandage on my arm trying not to scratch this thing. You know, so you have to let this scab fall off. Mm-hmm. And if you ever want to know um, if someone, because everyone who's been deployed has to get it. So if you want to know if someone's get deployed, has been deployed or they're lying about or something look at their left or right shoulder and see if they have a about a quarter size scar really yeah oh wow yeah so sometimes when i would see that i just thought that you guys were burning each other with cigars well we did that too (laughs) (laughs) yeah we had we had time yeah time was was on your side uh Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. I'm never going to fucking do that, by the way, to a big-ass <laughs> dude. Let me see your fucking shoulders yeah. and fucking prove it. <laughs> Just get punched in the You're mouth. You're a fucking liar. You didn't deploy. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so I looked it up, and that's who Jenny McCartney is. She didn't write in. That's just someone being fucking stupid. Oh, I think she's alias. I think she's, like, hardcore feminist, and um, 
Uh, Alan Alan Bromwell was uh, really saying some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. But um, about the vaccines, being pro or <laughs> well, he's against it. But then oh, yeah, he, the tracker well, thing we watched. Like yeah, that. we watched Sleeping Beauty and the shit that yeah. he was saying about the fat, ugly um, fairy godmothers was just <laughs> like I don't know. It was funny. He was right about a lot of stuff. But he he takes a ton of chances on his um, comedy, and I fucking love it. And Sometimes you have I push, to. You have to stick out. Yeah, sometimes I push the envelope, but not like this person does. And to see that conviction on stage and him just blaring people in the eyes, yeah, I'm like, dude, that's my goddamn hero right there. Like, it's crazy how like just he speaks what's on his mind, and you can hate well, him for it or not. Yeah, because I mean, to me, when I th- I, I like I like comedians because they're truth tellers. They are right. You like, know, that's they, what they, everyone they says. push the boundaries almost almost like a meme you know yeah. there's a little bit of truth to what they say but they kind of want to see what boundaries they can it's all about the reaction yeah right i mean you say something it was quiet you know it wasn't it's it's awkward or something but you know you get that laughing maybe a couple of boos you know you're on the kind of the right track or something like that but um i agree i like the uh, jerry seinfeld was in an interview recently talking about how it's kind of just dying because you can't you know cancel culture and stuff like that there's just so many things you can't say and it's like the people that go to a comedy club or something listen to a comedian and they walk out because they got offended like what did you think was gonna happen signaling isn't that what it's like so listen like you talk about getting canceled off facebook i've seen people get canceled out of denver comedy for much less they can ruin your career a hundred percent and so i think I personally believe, and I'm going to put it out in the ether out there, that um, cancel culture will get canceled. I mean, it's just, it's going to be a niche thing that we talk about how fucking stupid it was once people stop crying like babies and getting into their 30s and they're like, oh, I guess um, my life didn't matter as much as I really fucking thought it did. When do you think that'll happen? I'm going to say in the next five years. I think people are already at a boiling point where they're like, "This is enough. this is just ridiculous, man." Like, well, it's like that. Uh, it's like that quote. I'm probably gonna butcher it, but it's like, uh, "Strong men create strong times. Strong times create weak men. Weak men create weak times. Weak times create strong men." And it's just a cycle. Yeah. So it's like, where are we on that point to where people get so tired of what's going on, you know? And like. The other thing is, um, speaking of cancel culture, but it's like, you know, that, uh, Saya, that singer, um, the one that covers her face, her identity. Oh yeah. 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 Dude, yeah. She's a big survivor fan. <laughs> really? I, yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> back to the 48 seasons yeah, of survivor. <laughs> she, I just watched the end of 38 and, uh, she has her, it's Sia. What's 38? Season 38. Oh, sorry. Uh, watch the end of season 38, and he's like, it's a Sia award. Sia, okay. And she she now picks her favorite player. One time she gave this dude $100,000 for being nice to chickens on the show. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah. If I didn't watch Survivor, I was like, who is this crazy person? So, I mean, it's smart of her to do that nowadays, you know, because, I mean take the mask off go out in public you know you're not getting criticized but i guess she is directing a movie with a i might have a couple of things off wrong. people might want to double check this on what it is but the, the the main point behind it still stands true is she's directing a movie with a girl who i believe is like autistic or a, a savant you know mm-hmm. the, the people who are 
autistic but extremely good at something they excel oh yeah, art, yeah, yeah, yeah. their memory something ridiculous mm-hmm. um and she's a, a brilliant musician mm-hmm. and here comes the cancel culture and they're upset because the actress is not actually autistic oh wait, wait. so so what about Sean Penn in yeah. I Am Sam? I mean, I mean, what about Forrest Gump? Like, we're just going to start canceling. Dude, really, <laughs> really good point. All these movies. I mean, people in the military aren't the smartest, but still, that's, <laughs> not, that's, that's, not, that's not the point, you know? But it's like, how, how far does this go, you know? Because I, I truly believe that this cancel culture is 1% of the population that's yeah. just raising hell. Well, just like you said about the news, it's just yeah. it's vamping up. Yeah. And, and I think that there there can be good things that come with being hypersensitive but more bad than not yeah like okay and i think here's the thing that's going to happen that's going to cancel cancel culture is kind of what we just talked about you can't have the sia movie but you can have like do you want it to be like you know the butt dad um my name's flynn from uh breaking bad oh yeah he actually does have cerebral palsy yeah. so do we always have to cast according to that? Right. Or are you going to cancel Tom Hanks for one of the greatest movies, in my yeah. opinion, ever made? Yeah. Like, what what takes priority? You know, it's well, like the um, what's the forg- forgiveness level? Because yeah. we're still we still show Forrest Gump on on TVs and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think just to finish that thought, we would have to cancel someone like Tom Hanks. Right. For people to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. We actually like him. Yeah. This needs to stop. Yeah. Well, I, I posted. Uh, something earlier on facebook and it's the female um volleyball players they're gonna go play in qatar overseas in the middle east mm-hmm. and um they refuse to go because they're they're like you can't wear bikinis really so well, what, what would they wear are we, onesies, are onesies? we going to stand up for feminism and these women's rights to wear what they want for a sport that they've always won or are we going to stand to appease someone's culture that's an interesting one which which one are we going to do well okay you know? so and and, bef- and before we go on yeah, they, yeah. they actually turned it around so now they're allowing them to wear really yeah because so many people canceled so because the two u.s players were like we're not going then so what? i didn't look behind who else didn't follow but there were numerous dropouts so there's they're going to be the only people with bikinis no, they, they, they're allowing everyone everyone to wear it now. Yeah. Wow. Okay, because it's my body, my property. I get that. But, yeah. like, that's like you going to Singapore and spitting and throwing up all over the streets and being a fucking asshole. It's like... Yeah, it's their culture. Yeah. You I know, mean, don't you want to kind of, like, be respectful in that yeah. regard? Yeah. And, and and it's not like they're wearing Shaw's playing volleyball. Exactly. Right? It's, it's, they're wearing onesies. Yeah. Um, with, with, like, funny, like... Like diver shorts too. Yeah, well, it's the sand vol- <laughs> It's the sand volleyball. So they're they're in their bikinis. So it's not yeah. a, it's not a onesie. No, but th- that's what I was seeing. What right. guitar one of them to yeah, wear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. my mind just goes to like a cartoon guy. Like where's Waldo? Exactly. swimming. That's yeah. what he would be wearing. I mean, uh, they would have to be covered from wrist to oh, to oh, toe. Oh, like wetsuit. Pretty much. I mean, if you look at um, other Muslim athletes. Uh, that I actually saw a really, really cool video where this girl, I don't know what team she played for because she was the only one that was covered. She's covered from head to toe, and then she has, like, the veil or whatever covering her face. All you can see is her face and her hands, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
and she's playing soccer. She's the only one out there on that team that has it. So she's just following her faith. You know, mm-hmm. she's just doing what she believes in. And um, she's in a scuffle for the ball, and the it falls off her her head and back, and she covers up immediately. And people so from that the, was more important than the game. Yes, yeah. and Pete and they stop the game. People from the opposing team come over and do and a circle her. around her and circle her to cover up. That's dope. It's awesome, right? Yeah. And then go back to go back to playing. So it's just their culture. I just you got know, it's, chills. It's just how. Story. Yeah, I mean, it's just how they've they've been you know i mean women are still trying to and that's another thing i saw that people don't understand over there it's like women are still trying to earn rights basic ones basic just basic right driving dude yeah (laughs) like just like simple simple things and um so you think it's more of an astrosity that the american uh athletes are like no we want to do it our way when it is that kind of what you're saying? Or, no, I mean, um, or you could go both ways. You can go both ways with it. I mean, I, I don't think that that um, people should have to adhere to anything their, their religion if they don't if or what their rules are and stuff over if they don't want to. Okay, you know. But I mean, if they want to do that, that's totally fine. You know, do your thing. That that's I mean, it's the same thing here. People are getting so sensitive about everything that's going on. It's like if you don't like what someone has to say. You know, say something, say, say something, something. Or, or just or just hear them out and then be like, I don't just I don't agree with and you. Just let it in your yeah. ear one out the other. Yeah, way. I don't agree with you. You know, here's where I stand. But, you know, people take like, when did words get so powerful, you know, and ideas like, dude, it's, it's out of control. And, you know, I and like back kind of backtracking to what you said about cancel culture and comedy, you know, for especially for an up and coming career. You know, unless you're a big name, you can't say stuff and get away with it. No, sir. And so you, you're stepping on glass out there while still trying to, you know, get people their money worth where they come out. And that's what I think would be the hardest part. It is. It's career. the crowd work that's the most dangerous thing. And it's like people go, you should you should just crowd work people. And it's like it's not that easy. But then, but then you don't have control of their mind. So right. if they say something to you and you're trying to go off the cuff and make it funny. I mean, and, and, and usually those people are heckling, they're pushing buttons. And like you said earlier, it's like the tell the little kid, don't do that. It's like you tell a comedian, don't say no. that. I'd say 95% of them are saying, fuck that. I'm going to say it. Yeah. But then it's like, then you don't get booked on showcases and stuff. So financially it can really ruin you to a point where you, you need to get another job, another income. And then by that time, people forgot about you. Like, it's how, fucking crazy. How, how much prep work do you put in, like, time for writing for joke? stuff? For not only a joke, but, I mean, obviously, you it, have to have a backup plan, too. Because yeah, if that joke kinda, doesn't w- go well, how do you feed off of that? You f- you finish that fucking thing, even you if just, it sucks. You, you go through. I'm serious, man. The first time... So tonight, uh, before he came over, I went down to Goosetown Tavern and... Uh, in 2016, I think if it was either February or April, uh, that's the first place I ever did comedy. And I remember one point in my god-awful shitty set was <laughs> that, like, I let that fear come in for one second. And it dropped my demeanor. And then I just was like, finish joke, finish the joke, finish it, finish it, finish it. And then I just pressed through, and I knew that it sucked. But then from just pressing through you start to figure out well why did it suck 
what could help it not suck. So then you start. You have to, to fail to. Exactly. Yes. And so um, here's a good thing to kind of sorry wrap your mind around is um, we, used, we used to play uh, Walk the Room where you get up and do a purposefully horrible, hacky, dinky, stupid fucking set. And you try and get people to get out of their chairs and walk out of the room. Now, is this with this a is, room full of comedians practicing, or is this like both? Both. So you kind audience. of practice it and audience. No, so it's it's comedians and audience mixed in. Right, because they'll sit out there and watch before mm-hmm. exactly. They go so we would try and play walk the room, and and one of two things happens: you start to understand the epitome of bombing and failing to a point where you're like, well, at least I know that feeling. You let it all in. Also, like, there's a survival tactic that it's like flight or fight or flight, where it's like you go in there, no material practiced, you're gonna pull something out of your ass, and and it's miraculous, and you write stuff on stage. But the prep work has gotten a lot different. Um, for example, I think that this this is not really a joke, but I did it on stage um, tonight. Was um, I want to incorporate more about fine dining. I don't really want to say the restaurant I work at for whatever reason, right, but right. Um, I was I was waiting in our private dining room on these like seven or eight, twenty-one to twenty-three year olds. I checked all their IDs; they're all right. from New York, Jersey, yeah. and um, yeah. And so I come in and uh, they're talking about that story, and they're like, "Remember that guy from the Super Bowl?" So this is recently. They're like. That guy from the Super Bowl that couldn't see the TV because we were sitting in his in like I like love that blocking. Game, by the way, it was great. I love it. Um, they were like we were blocking the TV. This guy's like this older guy was like, "God, you little kids must have like five hundred bucks on this game." And I was like, oh, "Pretty good." And they went, they were, and then they go, "We were like, huh, huh, and they like thumbs up the Annie, and they were like, "Yeah," and he was betting ten G's too, and I was like, "These are twenty three year olds." Jeez. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I know. And and so these are some of the people that I wait on. And then the joke tonight was like I wonder if this is a joke that they play on waiters and wait staff. It's like, oh, oh, here he comes. We'll see here the he comes. Shock value we can yeah, get from exactly. saying outrageous number. Yeah, I almost dropped plates when I heard that number. I was like, ten grand? Oh my god. They're doing that in one night. I I mean, I would have to do like that's a like a sixth or seventh you know, whatever. Right. But, like, so that to me, when I heard it, I'm like, I got to either put it on the podcast or do a joke. You try and bolt. Right. So with that one, it's more just engaging storytell that, yeah. like, people are, like, oh, you know, yeah, eating into it. There's really, at this point, no punchline. You know, I record myself. Um, it's, it's a process, man. And, like, I used to do – I would have it – like I would speak it into the mic like I would try and do it on stage. Right. And then I would have the whole thing written out word for word. And then I would sit with my AirPods, listen to them a couple times uh, just to know the repetition and stuff before I go on stage. Right. But there's a trick because once you get into that flow, quote unquote, right. people know that you're just doing memorized stuff. Yeah. So you're which on autopilot. All of it is, by right. the way. You're just better at hiding it or not if you're a pro. Um, and then I have a, a notepad about this size that I I name the jokes so I only have to remember the names of the joke. Right. And I pick an order and switch them around. And then I flip back and see, you know, this one worked that night at this place. 
I'm going to put it in this set somewhere over here. So now I'm trying to formulate another seven minutes compared to the one I had like last year where uh, intermingle some of the new stuff, some of the old stuff. But um, essentially, I want to get to a point where I'm uh, 15 to 20 minutes at the end of this year okay. clean and comfortable. Right. Um, and so do you know where Stoney's is off 11th and... Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. So I just got booked as the host for that for every nice, Tuesday. Dude. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Every Tuesday night, come out and check it out, everybody. Um, it should be a pretty good comic hangout from what I'm hearing around uh, around town. So there should be a, a crazy amount of talent, like um, just like one of the guys that runs Comedy Works. I was, you know, let me buy you a beer. I, I'm nervous about this. Let me pick your brain. Yeah. He's like, you could always learn exactly something. He's like. I'll be there at your first show, and I'm like, damn, like that's sick. Like Elliot Woosley's gonna fucking come by on my yeah. shit, and like, you know, I know I'm not where I could be, or or vice versa. You know, I am where I am, and that fucking. But you have a vision of where you want to be, exactly. And I mean, if you're not setting goals in any aspect, I mean, what are you doing? You can't really? be content with your life no matter where you're at. You exactly. always have to build off of mm-hmm. it. And it's been nice, like, um. I have I have a whiteboard calendar up in my room, and this is where I write. You know, Reed Thompson's coming through, right? Six thirty, yada yada. Like two months ago, and I always take pictures of him so I can see. Like, when did I break my collarbone? Right. I like looked at like the past two months, and they're blank as fuck. And then this <laughs> month, I took on coming back to work. You know, right out of the injury, double booking on podcast. Um, you know, just doing a ton of com- I did four nights comedy last week. I'll do five nights this week, plus work. I mean, I'm busy Damn, as dude. fuck, yeah. dude. But it, it's weird. Like, you know, I told you I was like, I got to get out there before this podcast. Right. The five minutes I did on stage tonight make me feel thousands times better going into the next one. It's awesome. The next one. So that's awesome. Yeah, brother. So two things. Mm-hmm. One goes back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, talking about money. Uh huh. Remember that streaker? Yes. Did you know? Do you the story? know him? You know this? No, but you know, I know the story behind. I know that? the story is that he put money on himself. Yeah, he said there will be a streaker at this game, yeah. and it was a fuck ton of money. Yeah. So he paid off his buddy to run out there first. Said that to, he would to distract. To distract. Yeah. So he said that not only would he bail him out, but he'd give him twenty grand. Then he goes out and he wants something like three hundred sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> this dude couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut, and now they declined the bet. What? So now there's a a thing between them and I don't know the bookie or whatever I guess you'd yeah, say the booking going agency. on because really there's nothing saying you can't bet on yourself. So there's like that fine line of does he get the money or not? Wow. So. Uh, so, okay, here, and I'm going to touch on this. Why in the fuck are we not showing, did, was he wasn't naked, was he? No, but I do, I bet they're going to try and nail him for every single thing they can. I mean, whatever you, whatever people get Sexual, charged for, uh, misconduct, something, but then I bet you they'd fucking nail him for the mask. Not having a mask on. Oh my god! I bet you they nailed it. Hundred percent. Yeah, but and, and they were in Tampa, considered, so yeah, I know Florida. Same. But but you're endangering con- players. Would that be considered like terrorism and and treason at one point? I bet you they make an example of him. Yeah, I guess. So I mean, even if he gets that three hundred sixty thousand dollars, he's going to spend it on lawyers. 
Well, yeah, but also like, why don't we just film it? Like, if he's not naked, yeah, you know, it's always been a thing. I know. I just don't. I hate when they like pan away and they're like, "Oh, this slapstick character yeah. out here," and it's like, that's fucking entertaining. I don't care who you are. Yeah. It's part. It's part of the game. You know, it's part yeah. of. It's been. I mean, it's where it came from. Streaking. But the second thing, and this is what I've always been curious about, is when, when you're doing a joke or thinking of a joke, mm-hmm. how much research do you have to do into making it that joke hasn't been done before? Uh, okay, that's a great question. Um, I have a couple people that have been in the industry for 18, 25 X amount of years, one of my good buddies out here, Anthony Crawford, he's the vault. So for me, I go during open mics, I'll go, yo, Crawford, can I lay some material on you? And he goes, sure. Before. And then he'll go, you know, Daniel Tosh did something like that. Yeah. Like almost exactly. And yeah. then I'm like, fuck. So you can do that. And then also it's, there's a tricky thing to it because if you want to make it yours and your own. You have to craft it until you're doing it on a filmed set, which right. you can release, and then you go, I'll either never do the joke again. Back to this day, on this day, I did it here. And then it's yours. Yeah. So, and I mean, dude, you know, here's a good example. The first time I did comedy at Goosetown Tavern, I'm like, man, this feels like a lot like the first time I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> and no one laughs. And then, so like every single time, like... And a good host will do this. They'll be like, oh, this next person come up to the stage, uh, probably hear a joke about how this is like the first time having sex. Please welcome Haley Herzog. You know, like, Damn it, there goes my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically. So uh, you don't want to like throw people under the bus too much in that regard. But like right. everyone, I mean, fuck, man. Everyone has like similarities and sometimes something will happen, the pandemic. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a good way to get away from my wife. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the less hacky you are, um, and a lot of mine are like, I have this joke about Richard Gere shoving a gerbil up his ass, and then and then I'm like, when they took the gerbil out of my ass, he started by saying, I'll take this to the grave. So it's like- so you kind of take a joke and build on it as long as you're kind of giving credit to that original joke? Is that what you're so, saying? No, no. Cause, so that one, like, who would I be giving credit to? all the 90s and maybe the south park guys so to me it's like it's so off kilter of like i'll I'll have to explain to like gen z's i'm like this guy was in runaway bride right and because i mean that can ruin a career beginning or being on top because i mean that's like what you mean like copying someone else yeah oh dude no people let you know people let you know i mean this is something that's been uh, I mean, I don't know how your protocol is with like naming names of like famous people you don't want with the whole Ari Shafir thing. Yeah, yeah, with dude. Joe Rogan just shutting down. Um, who was that? Mencia. Oh, Mencia. Yeah, I mean, so that to me, what happened to Joe Rogan is bullshit because they basically banned him, him from, from the Comedy the, Store. Yeah. But and he's being diligent as a student of the game, just like everyone else is, and saying we we filmed Ari's shit from 2014 or whatever right. this is a while before ago. he blew up yeah yeah and then they go you're doing the same exact one and calls him out right and then you can tell that like he's he's back into a corner but because he puts butts in the seats they sided with him and right. then look who looks so fucking stupid now exactly. for that decision it's so, all over youtube 
Yeah, I think. And I mean, Ari's huge now. They have their little clique of comedians. Exactly. And, Where's and Carlos w- Mencia? Nowhere. Who gives a fuck, yeah. in my opinion? No, no one cares. Because, yeah, like, you kind of, um, you like to see that genuine genuinality yeah jesus christ and well then they tore him apart on on south park (laughs) good because to me you you were saying like i like when a comic is just truthful and all this and that so when you see them like the wizard behind the curtains and they're pulling a fast one over you to me i i felt like in my pursuit that like fuck Carlos Mencia, dude. Yeah. Like I used to listen to his stuff and like it until. Well, I mean, he was like, on Comedy Central. Mind Mencia, everyone kind of watched yeah. him and knew who he was. But just for him to get like rolling laughter, like the only person that helps me with jokes is my cousin, and um, he's like older than me. He, I'm like, you should try it out, and he's like, fuck no, dude. Very big introvert, and so he'll send me ideas here and there, and some will stick. What's up, roommate Nick? How's it going, man? What's up, roommate, Nick? Um, anyway, so, yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, There's always people like my cousin that I'll, I'll write a, a bit and then go through him and go, I need this to be a little funnier. And he is like a wordsmith, so he'll be like, you know, you should have this there. And I go, oh, well, I'll switch it with this word. And then, but I'll still, and then it's like non-repetitive. So there's a lot of wordplay. You're playing play. Madgap? Pretty much, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, at one point, like, you think about it. What I do is when I write down the name of the joke, I go 30 seconds. Right. And then a minute and 35. Tops. That's where I think. You think about it, you know, that's not that much time. And if you chunk it out, you can really put together a good set, clean right. set, flows with everything. Right. But, um, yeah, I think to answer your question, people are in comedy scenes, as I know. I don't know how that slipped through the comedy store like that. But um, people are pretty diligent. And friendly and receptive when you're like, Andres Besserell did that three years ago, threw it away. Right. Maybe you go talk to him, see if you can, you know, stick with the theme, but make it a little different. Yeah, because there's so much material out there, you know, so it's hard when you think of something funny and try and build off it. I'm assuming that, you know, mm-hmm. it's not really the first time someone's thought or said something like that. that that's just something I've always, like thought about you know it's like yeah. how, how much research i mean is there like a you guys have your own google page where you go <laughs> in and like type in keywords and then Yo, jokes pop could, up i mean you could maybe do that i don't know that's actually a good question i don't want to put it out there so that people go <laughs> oh this is a good joke idea <laughs> um but a lot of it to me is like okay like that wasn't really a joke that i just told you about the 10 grand bet but like if someone came out with that exact story, they're like, I'm in fine dining. Hey, I got a podcast. And said, yeah, and then I'm like, all right, that's just way too close to my personal experience, yeah. you know. Then, yeah, we are going to fisticuffs <laughs> over that joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just something that always has been on my mind like, when I watch comedians because I'm like, that's funny as hell. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, um, so basically in this movie, did you see them cross-dress one time? Because that's what yeah, I, I did. You did, yeah. And then I had so to. So she away. became, <laughs> and I had to look away. Uh, she became the hockey player because I I've been paying more attention to you, and it's been kind of a bland movie. Well, it's hard to look away. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> My fiance is gonna come fight you now. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't get enough of his smell, everybody. Uh, all right, dude. Thank you so much for being on. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. It's good catching up. Absolutely. Uh, I w- I don't want to like get you in trouble or anything, but. Could we like tell them like wh- how to follow your memes? So yeah. if if you want to follow Reed, 
and for a couple days and then see him get canceled and real then, quick and then report me <laughs> yeah man i don't know i mean you can you, you guys make up your mind for yourselves man go follow him on facebook and maybe throw a comment in there like this ain't that fucking bad before the over all seeing eye fucking somehow yeah. deems you this well i also get banned cuz people will like they'll come in and comments like hey you can't say that <laughs> then i'll have like so, wait, an so, army of my friends will come in and just bash him i'm like Guys, chill. <laughs> so okay, so someone else posts a picture, you go in and say something, and then you could get kicked out for that. No, so like I'll post a meme, and then someone will come in and like have a problem with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then depending on how they approach me is how I approach them. But yes. then I have friends that'll come in and like I don't give a fuck who this is, and then they'll go off. I'm like, dude, it's my grandma. <laughs> but <laughs> um, then I'll get banned for something they said. Okay, because it's on my thread. Oh, and they don't get no. Wow. So man. I mean they, they will they will get banned or warned too, but since it was on my thread, it'll pick up the notice to the meme. And Do you like, think that eh. this thing would ever get taken down? This podcast? Yeah. As long as Mark Zuckerberg doesn't see it. I, don't know. <laughs> I think that dude knows my name. <laughs> That's what I, I mean, I was going to say like at, at one point like you are on like a blacklist in a way. Yeah. And so Maybe I'll fuck your spelling of your name up on that, too. <laughs> and if to someone took some it alts. down, I'd be like, hey, at least I'm doing something right. Yeah, you know? I'll have to make some alt accounts. I mean. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Fuck, you were just reminding me. Of... Oh, yeah, real quick, before we go. If you could kind of, like, in in the span of four or five minutes, just kind of, like, run through the list of what you can remember you've been kicked off for so we got the donald duck one of the hypocrisy kathy griffin Mm -hmm. um i mean i've posted some pro-life memes that have got me banned so do you you make them i'll make some of them on your computer or phone phone okay you know or or and then some other ones i won't make i'll just you know i'll see it i'll give that person a like and then post it on my page or something yeah i've i've gotten banned from some uh pro-life stuff uh-huh. that i've posted because you know like oh the left is all about um, immigrant lives and oh, stuff oh, like oh. that but then they're killing babies you know it's just like you know hard stuff like that but then you know the rebuttal to that is well, like i said there's a shred of truth in everything and then you learn from something from someone who disagrees with the meme yeah and they post something they're like yeah. well the right is so pro-right you know don't don't have an abortion but then there's all these orphans out there you're like oh damn you know you're right you know yeah so, there is always two sides to every yeah there, story. and that's and that's the thing everyone thinks it's their way yeah you know and so it's kind of another Which, little side gig like i like is to post a meme and then i'll just go find another meme and then let people argue and i'll wake up and there's 85 notifications <laughs> i'm like well they're having a blast i'll go post another one <laughs> somewhere else <laughs> I, I like it, man. I think that, you know, it is their way because what is set in front of them yeah. is the perception is reality. Yeah. Dude, they, they think they're right because yeah. they don't second guess it when someone's like, you're right. And yeah. you're like, good, I knew I was right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I hate that perception as reality stuff because, yeah. you know, it's it's not. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, there's always more. We should be a little more self-aware. Yeah, o- open to talking to someone about stuff like you don't disagree with what someone says yeah talk to them get their side of things and then kind of understand each other you know? yeah and it's i mean there's stuff that people say all the time that i'm like this doesn't mean that you're like convincing me and like like almost like uh what's it called with like born again christian like you uh 
Boy, recruiting, something like, like something like that. that. It's like you're not going to convince me just because you brought up valid points. Like I could either be like, that's a good way to think about it, or you know, most people don't really change their minds, but like it doesn't like hurt to hear yeah. another option. I mean, how many times in a Facebook argument have you seen it end with, "You're right, you changed my mind." <laughs> never, absolutely well, never. <laughs> That should be your thing. Yeah, I mean, no one's ever said that in any argument on Facebook ever. I've never once seen that, you know, but you can always take something from it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to agree with it, but just like the pro-life immigrant thing, I mean, you can always take something from that and then learn. You can still stick with your views, you know, but you're like, damn, there are a lot of orphans out there. There are a lot of people that, you know— well, if you're so pro-life and stuff, you know, go do- go adopt a kid along with your family and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Starts okay, that, yeah, that starts that whole route, and then there's more pros because and cons I have all the time to adopt a child. Dude, I can't even take care of myself. That's why like, I'm a 32 year old man child. Dude, it's silly, brother. And um, I'm glad that you're shedding some truth out there. Yeah, right. And yeah, you're right. It doesn't make anyone less of a human being to have information from someone else that they just heard. I mean, it's. Yeah. It doesn't hurt We're, to know more. Exactly. Yeah. It hurts to be fucking stubborn. Close-minded. Yes. To only watch, watch Fox News or only watch CNN. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think, dude... All right, last question. Do you think that we're going to change our government structure? Do you think we're going to have more of, like, a predominant, like, independent vote? It's going to be years, man. But do you think it'll ever... Like... I think the the one thing that this election showed is like just how, how polarizing it is when they're like, "Do you want peanut butter and jelly or turkey in this?" And it's like, well, I, someone said it's one shit sandwich or another, but like you turd, know, turd sandwich or something. yeah. But the, but the thing is, is another thing that the election showed is how powerful both sides are because you can't tell me that Joe Biden. This is his third time running, by the way, for is people it? that don't know. Yeah, he's. this is his third time running. He, once he uh, dropped out because he copied a speech. And then <laughs> the second time was... From whom? Do we know? Some JFK. He probably doesn't even remember. <laughs> like, And then the second time was, he said it, said it was something racial. Uh-huh. Where, uh, oh, it was something like, you can't walk into a 7-Eleven without seeing an Indian. Something along those lines. But you can't tell me that... It's his third time running. He was behind every other Democrat he was running against, and then all of a sudden took the lead. And then, before I continue, I'll set this straight. Joe Biden won the election. Yeah. You know, all this fake number counting and stuff like that, they may, that might skew some numbers, but it's not enough to put Trump in the lead. Mm-hmm. But don't insult my intelligence by saying he had the most votes in history because that's what they're saying is that he had more votes than any other elected president well that and the, their argument would be what the people that can't get it out of their house that never voted they're the hermit crabs exactly that didn't and, 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 and during a pandemic that he had the most vo- votes ever joe biden won but don't insult people by saying and the other thing is joe biden's not gonna be president for the full four years Kamala will be president. That's that's another. That's theory. another. That's another thing. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll put that out there first. <laughs> Absolutely. What a great way to end on it, man. Yeah. Uh, it's hey, dude. Again, thank you. Yeah.
Thank it's you. It's been great to have a great conversation. You lean in, and it was good, man. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not tapping the table or anything like that. Not anymore. Oh, well, yeah, that blanket <laughs> He's got a special blanket. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, I'll be posting on the description below where to uh, find his um, memory. Is that what we're going to call it? Let's do it. Yeah, sure. Might as well change things up. All right, everybody. Rid of me this podcast.com. Right into the show. Um, I don't know who we have next. I might do a couple solo solo podcasts. I haven't done those in a while, so we will catch you next time. All right. Bye bye, everybody. Cool, man. That's fun, dude. It's nice to get the headphones on. Yeah. Well, I can actually hear so much better when I have those on because I have so much loss of hearing and stuff, so I can actually hear what's going on.